your Locked On Panthers, your daily podcast on the Florida Panthers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Friday, September 24th edition of Locked On Panthers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, where it's your team every day. This is a daily podcast where we talk about all things Florida Panthers. I'm Ramonda Velez from pantherparkway.com. You can follow me on Twitter at monoman12. You can follow the show account on Twitter at LO underscore. F-L-A Panthers. You can follow the national show, Locked On NHL, anywhere you listen to podcasts and their Twitter page, at Locked On NHL Pods. And also, the Crosscheck NHL show with Andrew Berkshire and Mary Clark, where they are now starting to wrap up all their crossover series with each host between the Locked On NHL Network. So. The Florida Panthers and BB&T Center will now be under a new name. So, around last year or the year before, the merger between SunTrust and BB&T combined became what's known now as Truist. So, there have been a few venues who have changed their name based on previous names, based on SunTrust and BB&T. An example of that is, was SunTrust Park, home of the Atlanta Braves, now is called Truist Park. BB&T Field, which is the home of the Wake Forest Demon Deacons football team, is now known as Truist Field. Something that Matt Caldwell said last year, uh, who works in the front office of the Florida Panthers, said that, he, would, he anticipated when he told uh, George Richards of Florida Hockey Now, he was anticipating it being called the Truest Center or Truest Arena. And that was something that I was expecting. I was surprised that BB&T Center was called what it was even going into this season and all of last season, thinking that it was going to be changed to something Truest related. But this will now be the fifth name of this arena since it came to be in the late 90s and the I grew up calling it the Bank Atlantic Center. George Richards talks about it on Florida Hockey Now talks about how the different names of the BB&T Center from what it was was the National Car Rental Center then it was had a partnership with Office Depot, and then went to Bank Atlantic Center in 2005, and then from 2005 to 2012, that was the Bank Atlantic Center, and then ever since 2012 up to now, it was BB&T Center, but now it will be called FLA Live Arena, but that is a temporary name for the arena, so something that Sean Thornton is spoke about is that they are open for negotiation for naming rights to get something 
for the new arena name. And he said, quote, we are announcing to the world that we are open for business and looking for a new naming rights partner. We have already had conversations with a few, but I can't get into who. We are looking for an innovative partner moving forward. Close quote. So the Florida Panthers and BB&T Center and, excuse me, Truist, the company, had uh, an opportunity for a fifth year, five-year extension based on the naming right, but that has been now foregone. So now, for now, the new arena, the home for your Florida Panthers, will be now called FLA Live Arena. Pronounced F-L-A, not Florida, F-L-A. So now the arena stuff is out of the way. Now we talk about the last game of the prospect tournament for the Florida Panthers. And the Cats went up against the Bolts on Tuesday at 1 p.m. And they went with an 18-man roster for this game. Spencer Knight played half of this one. Uh, was pulled after being down 4-2 to at the 8.44 mark of the second period. but. Some players were at it again. Logan Hutsko got two goals, two of the last goals for the Florida Panthers. It was a final score of 8-5. He got the last two. Henry Bowlby got a, a goal at, on a sweet pass from Sir Noel and back-to-back games for, with a goal for Henry Bowlby. Cole Schwitt, his first game in the prospect tournament, was, and he was a replacement for Anton Lundell. And we'll talk a little bit about Anton Lundell later in the show. So Anton Lundell did not play, and it was off a rebound off a Frederick Burnett shot. Simon Pinard had a goal off a Justin Knockbauer touch pass in transition. And like I said, Logan Hutsko, one of them was him in front of the net on a pass from Bowlby, and another one was a drop pass as well. And he was able to rocket it through and Logan Hutsko got four goals in three games for the Florida Panthers and racked up a few assists as well in this one. So my the MVP of this prospect tournament has to be Logan Hutsko for the Florida Panthers. And the with that performance, Logan Hutsko got a invite to Florida Panthers training camp this this season. So that's something we'll talk about more in the next segment, but that's something that is very, very impressive. The The guy who just signed his ELC back in January, a guy who has battled through injury throughout his time in Boston College, and like I talked about a few days ago, he's the oldest of the, of the three in the, in the 2018 draft class from the three that I talked about of Noel, Denisenko, and... Hutsko in 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 this in the class of 2018. So Logan Hutsko is now coming onto his own from what we saw the prospect tournament. I still don't expect him to make the NHL roster right away, but the signs are encouraging for him to possibly make his way up onto the team maybe later this season or maybe at the start of next year. So impressive stuff that we are seeing from Logan Hutsko. In the next segment, we're going to talk about Florida Panthers Media Day from Wednesday afternoon and talk about some of the quotes that the Florida Panthers players have said throughout Media Day and what they expect 
this season to be. You've been listening to Locked On Panthers. We're back and better than ever. All eyes are on the gridiron as teams are back to start another football season. As always, Bet Online is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. With a new updated site and interface, even more odds, props, and contests, BetOnline.ag continues to be the number one source for everything football. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today to receive your 100% welcome bonus. That's double your initial deposit just for signing up. Don't forget to use that promo code NFL100. From football, basketball, boxing, hockey, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest way to bet on all your favorite sports. Bet online, your online sportsbook expert. Use the promo code Locked On. Does this sound familiar? You got one device that lets you catch all the games live, another that lets you stream your favorite shows. You're watching sports highlights on your phone and you got your neighbor's best friend's login for the good stuff? Well, I want to tell you about a simple way to get all that entertainment you love without the hassle and a great way to finally get your TV together. It's called DirecTV Stream. It brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before so you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. That means no more juggling remotes and no need to buy another device ever again. And the best part, there's no annual contract. So get rid of the clutter and the confusion and get your TV together with Direct TV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Compatible devices required. Content varies by package. So Wednesday was Florida Panthers media day and the day that they were announcing their uh, training camp roster. And... Quite a few players had their opportunities to speak to as their approach to the season, how they're feeling, and let's for hmm. Every every player, no matter how great your team is or how bad your team is, they're gonna say a lot of sometimes rinse, wash, repeat kind of stuff, saying, "Hey, we like our group. We like what we're going into this year." We like how this roster has been constructed. Sometimes even the not-so-good teams are going to say that. But as far as the vibe of the Florida Panthers in this instance, talking about how they feel about their team after what they did last year, it's, I believe, what they're saying in how they feel about this team has a chance to contend for a Stanley Cup. Joe Thornton was one of those players who spoke to the media, and we'll get to him in a little bit. But first, I want to get to a player that we haven't heard from in a while on this team. Former number one overall pick, Aaron Ekblad, who got a fractured leg on, I believe it was March 28th. I, be- I don't know. I don't remember the exact date. I believe it was March 28th in that game against Dallas, where he fractured his leg towards the end boards in- on, this one- on, that- on a play. And he's talking about how he feels right now. He's 99.99% from what Aaron Ekblad says. And uh, he also joked around on taking the teammates fishing. And he said, quote, Hubie gets seasick, so he doesn't love it. So <laughs> that was a little uh, shot at his, uh, his teammate right there. And he also talked a little bit more about his uh, injury, saying, quote, I'm happy with all of my progression to this point and confident that I can reach my same level of play 
from last season and exceed it. So he also talked about missing the playoff run that the Florida, well, not run because they only made it through one round, but the playoff round that the Florida Panthers were in. And he said, quote, it was brutal and it was gut wrenching. And he, I remember just the intro video for the Florida Panthers ahead of game five. I, I wasn't there in the arena, but I can only imagine the noise that the arena made when that video came about. I posting it on Twitter and I emotionally, I let out a big, yeah, as I was listening to that video, because talking about how he knows the, about the heart that the players have in this locker room that they believe and saying, get up on your feet. It's time for game five. So that's great to see that the former number one overall pick from the 2014 draft is back on the squad for your Florida Panthers. Newly acquired Florida Panthers, Sam Reinhart, uh, is going to be wearing number 13. He talked about wearing it after a South Florida legend. And he said, quote, to follow a former club legend in Mark Pissick that wore the number before me, it's pretty exciting to have that opportunity myself. Close quote. <laughs> Great stuff from Sam Reinhart. And also, he talked about how he's about the chemistry that he's already been creating with his new teammates. And he said, quote, it's been great, close quote. And he's been skating with the team. He's been practicing with them on and off the ice. And he says, he talks about also his comfort level with them. And he says, quote, I feel really comfortable now. Everything seems to be sorted out. So now we can just focus on hockey, close quote. Remember, there's still quite a few RFAs who aren't signed at the moment of this recording. Elias Pettersson, Quinn Hughes, Brady Kachuk is another one. Kirill Kaprizov just got uh, re-signed from the Minnesota Wild on a (laughs) massive contract for a guy who was just in the league for one year, but there was the threat of him going back to the KHL, which is why I believe Kaprizov really got the leverage that he got in that in that negotiation for him and this and the, why I talk about that is that relates back to the signing of Sam Reinhart is after acquiring Sam Reinhart and then once free agency hit and uh, there's qualifying offers for Sam Reinhart there was a little bit of a period he was the last RFA signed of all the RFAs on the Florida Panthers roster and everyone was talking about What's taking so long for Sam Reinhardt to get signed? What's going on? What's going on? But there was one thing constant. People, the Jameson Olives of the world, the David Dworks of the world, were all talking about how there was a great relationship between Sam Reinhardt's agent and Bill Zito. So there was never a worry there whatsoever. And, and to the fact that Sam Reinhardt got to talk about it a little bit to the, to the media, it... it, it it gives you a little bit of more perspective on like what he went through a little bit in the contract negotiation, and there was a great relationship there. It looked as it seems from from the start. And listen, if you're if you're a fan of like the Ottawa Senators right now, or even the Vancouver Canucks, you you have to be like biting your teeth a little bit on the contract negotiations that's going on between those teams and their RFAs. So. 
more things on what Sam Reinhart spoke about on Media Day is, quote, I'm really excited to come in to fit in and help this organization get over the top, close quote. And I talk about all the time how the Cats gave up a first-round pick for Sam Reinhart and then a second-round pick for Sam Bennett in the previous trade deadline, that everything is this year. This is all about this year. And, you know, when you want to go for a cup, sometimes you mortgage your future in order to get what you want now. The, the Tampa Bay Lightning, the neighbors up to the north of us, got traded a first-round pick and got Detroit to even take some of David Savard's salary for a fourth-round pick to Detroit. Steve Eiserman really knows how to get his draft assets, doesn't he? And was able to get, get David Savard in, wins a cup, and then he gets to walk in free agency and get paid a little bit. So that, that, that's just the job that also Julian Breezewall of the Tampa Bay Lightning does. And Bill Zito is looking around at the league and how other teams do it. And he's trying to take notes and trying to do his way of negotiating and his way of trying to manipulate the cap. Because now with, if a player is not on the roster due to testing positive for COVID-19, the teams get cap relief out of that. So that's something that Bill Zito is also keeping in mind, though we don't wish that any Florida Panthers catches COVID-19 and, and that they don't miss any time. We're not looking forward we're not looking forward to that, and we're not wishing that on anyone. Also, one note of the Florida Panthers, speaking of COVID-19 and vaccines and all that stuff, the Florida Panthers are 100% vaccinated. So they don't have the situation that's going on right now in Detroit with Tyler Bertuzzi. Tyler Bertuzzi is the only Detroit Red Wing right now who doesn't have the vaccine. And based on that, he cannot travel to Canada and play games there. So of the, the money that he's making, which is $4.725 million, he's going to lose 400000 of that cash that he's making. And the NHL, based on pay, it goes by days. Not by games, by days. So I calculated that percentage as, as uh, for Tyler Bertuzzi's salary, and it was 8.4% of his cap hit. 8.4%, $400,000 to 4.725. So I decided to do that same calculation and calculate it into my yearly income, which I will not reveal on this podcast. And I looked at the number and I'm just like, wow, imagine losing this much for, for declining to take a vaccine. And this isn't to tell anyone to take or to not take the vaccine. But if this is risking losing X amount of dollars, I don't think it's worth not taking it. That's just my opinion. You can do whatever you want. But I challenge you, look at, do that, do that 0.084% and type it into your yearly salary, gross income, and see how much you personally would be losing if you were in the same position as Tyler Bertuzzi. But going back to media day and the Florida Panthers, Joe Thornton also spoke to the media as well and talked about his preparation for the Florida Panthers heading into training camp. And he says, quote, get up and just do it. It's really no big deal at this point. Now I just comb the beard and go, close quote. 
He's <laughs> Joe Thorne has been around the NHL as as long as almost as long as I've been alive. So, uh, and a lot of you listening here, some some even listening to this podcast <laughs> might have been born after Joe Thornton had entered the league. So he, he, he's been through this before. He's now, it's just, I want to win a cup. I want to win a cup. I want to win a cup. So that is Joe Thornton's mindset going into this season. And I know I've been a little down on the signing of Joe Thornton because of the age and taking stuff away from like the younger guys and the prospects. But I, I'm, a, I'm, I'm warming up a little bit more to it now based on the leadership, and we, I don't need to go into that more. And I, I'm not going to call a player wash. I don't, not, I don't like calling players that neither. You guys can if you want. But if our player and I were getting interviewed by the media and someone was talking about me being washed, I would take that personally. So I'm not going to do it. So with more stuff from the... Florida Panthers media day was Mackenzie Weger. He talked about getting Norris votes, which was impressive on the season he had last year, especially after Aaron Ekblad went, went down and talked about, quote, that was pretty cool. If you told me 10 years ago or maybe five years ago that I'd be getting Norris votes, I probably would have laughed in your face. That's fun to see. Hopefully I can build off that and get some more votes this year. Close quote. And <laughs> he's that diamond in the rough for this Florida Panthers team. And, uh, Signing that Bill Zito, one of the first signings that Bill Zito made when he came in as the GM of the Florida Panthers. And it's a very reasonable cap hit for Mackenzie Weger being a number one defenseman making $3.25 million, being pairing up with Aaron Ekblad, who I'll give credit to Dale Talon for that signing, $7.25 million on his deal. Excuse me, 7.5 while a lot of other defensemen, number one defensemen, are making the new signings have been somewhere around the ballpark of nine. So what the Florida Panthers are getting with three years left, excuse me, four years left on that deal is just great with the value that they're getting. So I'll give Dale Talon once again credit for that. Mackenzie Weger spoke more about it, and he talked about his ceiling, saying, quote, hopefully my ceiling can keep growing. That sort of... Get- been a goal of mine every single year I played for this team and it's to get better each and every year close quote and more stuff on Joe Thornton Carter Hagee spoke a little bit and Carter Hagee is is a another great find of Bill Zito's and the cap caught up to the Tampa Bay Lightning the Florida Panthers pounced on that two-year, $2 million contract for Carter Verhage, 26 years old now, and they were able to extend them for three more years this offseason at a cap hit of 4.16 starting next season. He's still making his $1 million this year for, for, from that previous two-year contract. And he was able to talk about his thoughts on Joe Thornton, and he talked about, quote, he's awesome. I didn't know what to expect. He's been around the game for so long. Growing up, I'd watch him play all the time. He's kind of surreal around him. He's an awesome guy to have on the team, and he's going to help us, close quote. Just goes to show what kind of veteran presence and leadership a guy like Joe Thornton has on this team already, and they haven't even played a single preseason game. And the final player I wanted to get to is Captain Alexander Barkov. 
the there's been talks about all off season about his contract situation. He was asked about how much he'd like to be a Florida Panther for his career. Right now, and he said, quote, quote, right now, that's the only thing I think about playing for the Florida Panthers. I love playing here. I love what we started building here. Close quote. Also talked about uh, what, what kind of a place the Florida Panthers are in uh, along with the negotiations. He said, we're in a good place. And he talked more about it saying, quote, I love playing here. I love what we're building here. Hockey in South Florida is getting bigger and better. I'm really excited about everything that's going on here. I haven't really thought about anywhere else. Wearing a Florida Panthers jersey is a huge honor for me. Close quote. And it's easy to get excited about that. Don't get me wrong. But this is this could be a little bit of lip service as well. And he also said how his agent is taking care of it. His agent is doing the talks based on the negotiations. So there, he's ta- the agent is taking care of it. Alexander Barkov is pretty much sitting back and letting it do its thing. And after we saw, I spoke about Kirill Kaprizov earlier in this segment and talking about how he got $9 million. And after, excuse me, $9 million AAV for his contract for five years. And I put a poll a few weeks ago asking what do you expect Alexander Barkov's AAV to be in his new contract? I put 9, 10, 11, and 12 million. The the one that got the most votes was 10 million, and I agree with it. Um as far as the minimum. Um for Kaprizov getting the contract that he has, he's got, excuse me. I don't expect Alexander Barkov to get anything under 8 figures. For his new contract. Number two, this is something that you don't want to be too excited about as well because negotiations can go south at any moment. And of course, Alexander Barkov is a guy who is very quiet. He's not going to tell too much as well. So, of course, you can't really, he's not a guy who you expect him to say, oh, things are going to be rough. Things are rough right now. Things are in a bad place. But it doesn't also mean that the negotiations are going bad, neither. But but that's just to say that to not get worked up about a contract not being signed, but to also not get too extremely excited saying, yes, Alexander Barkov wants to be here for this long. Yes, yes, yes. I mean, of course he's going to say that. So that's something I want to advise you to keep a little bit of an even keel when it comes to this negotiation because it doesn't have to happen immediately as well. Would it be cool to get it done before the start of the season? Absolutely. He's back in the States, so that, that negotiation can continue because... Even though the agent is doing most of the work, uh, the the communication between him, Alexander Barkov, and then having him even in the very same room, even if he's staying quiet, helps as well. And as of this recording, this is going to be released on a Friday. There, it's going to, it's twenty days before the start of the season, and those negotiations are going to be ongoing. So, doesn't have to happen right now. If we are a month 
into the season or two, okay, maybe. <laughs> maybe we start. But as of right now, it's not something that I'm going to be overly concerned with. So I'm not the the goal is just to get this line of Reinhardt, Verhage, and Barkov gelling and and the rest and take care of the rest and win some games. And we're going to talk about more of day one of training camp in the next segment here on Locked On Panthers. Did you know that Built Bar has so many delicious flavors? There's something for everyone. When you talk to a Built Bar fan, they're definitely passionate about their faves. If you don't know the Built Bar flavors, well, you are missing out. There's coconut, cherry barcia, raspberry, mint brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel, strawberry, orange, cookies and cream, and German chocolate. You want to know what my favorite flavor is of these selections? It's the cookies and cream. What? Cookies and cream, anything, ice cream, goat bars, any anything cookies and cream related. Why not? It's a very obvious choice. If you haven't tried all the flavors, you can get a mixed box and you'll get two of each of the nine flavors. Not only are Built Bar flavors the best tasting, but they're healthy too. Check out the macros. 17 to 18 grams of protein. Calories ranging from 130 to 180. Four to five grams of sugar and only four to five net carbs. Amazing flavors, all tasty and all healthy. There's also the grasshopper cookie flavor, which is like the classic thin mint cookie. All the flavor without all the sugar with 150 calories, 17 grams of protein, and only five grams of sugar. Order today and you'll get the grasshopper cookie or the raspberry or whatever you like. Built Bar is the official protein bar of the U.S. track and field team. Isn't that great? So go to built.com and use the promo code LOCK15 and you'll get 15% off of your next order. That's promo code LOCK15 over at built.com. So like I talked about in the last segment, the Florida Panthers just announced their training camp roster and I got it printed out right here in front of me. And the training camp roster goes a little bit like this. 27 forwards, 15 defensemen, and 5 goalies on the roster for the Florida Panthers. And I'm going to read them fairly quickly. Goalies are Sergey Bobrovsky, Evan Fitzpatrick, Christopher Gibson, Spencer Knight, and Sam Monspo. Forwards are Lucas Carlson, acquired in the trade from Chicago, Kevin Connaughton, Aaron Ekblad, Gus Forsling, Max Gildan, Radko Gudas, Braden Hache, Noel Julson, who the Florida Panthers just re-signed as an RFA, Matt Kirstead, John Ludwig, Brandon Montour, Evan Nels, sec- um, 2021 second round pick, Marcus Nudevaro, Chase, Pris- Chase Prisky, who the Florida Panthers just re-signed as an RFA as well, and Mackenzie Weger. As far as the forwards go, Noel Chari, Karch Bachman, who just played in the prospect tournament, Alexander Barkov, Sam Bennett, Henry Bowlby, another prospect in the prospect showcase. Zach Dalpy, who was a player who played split time between the AHL and NHL in the Columbus Blue Jackets last year. A player that Bill Zito is very familiar with. Grigory Denisenko, Anthony Duclair, Alexi Hepaniemi, veteran Patrick Hornquist, Jonathan Huberdeau, Logan Hutzko, 
the prospect showcase MVP for the Florida Panthers is on the training camp roster. Yuho Lamico, who just re-signed with the Florida Panthers as an RFA. Ryan Lomberg, Anton Lundell, who Anton Lundell missed the first day of training camp for the Florida Panthers as he was nursing an injury, got a, what seemed like an injury on Sunday at the prospect showcase, which caused them to miss the, the third game of the showcase, and he will be reevaluated and likely to return to the ice in the next coming days. E2 lose to Ryan in part of the Vincent Trocek trade. Maxim Mammon, who made his way back from the KHO over to the U.S. to play for the Florida Panthers. Mason Marchment as well. Justin Knockbauer. Sir Noel, one of the many bright spots in the Prospect Showcase as one of the 2018 class. Sam Reinhardt, newly acquired Florida Panther. Cole Schwitt, Justin Sordiff. Joe Thornton, veteran Joe Thornton, who's wearing 19 now as Mason Marchment uh, changed his number to number 17, giving Joe Thornton the number 19. Owen Tippett, Frank Vetrano, and Carter Verhage make out the training camp roster for the Florida Panthers. The Florida Panthers also announced their different teams of Team Red and Team Blue. The practices in the next coming days will consist of Thursday's practice was a Team Red practice from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. And Team Blue's practice was on 1130 to 1230 with a half hour break in between. Friday, September 24th, schedule will be Team Blue's practice from 10 a.m. to 1030, a half hour break, and then a scrimmage between Team Red and Team Blue. And then Team Red will be practicing shortly after the scrimmage from 1230 to 130. So expect to talk about some scrimmage between the the Team Red and Team Blue. Saturday is a little bit of the same thing with Team Red practicing first this time around. Same times as Friday's uh, times with 1030 to 10 to 1030. Scrimmage 11 to 1215. And then Team Blue 1230 to 1. And then each of Team Red and Team Blue will each individually be playing their split squad game against the Nashville Predators on Sunday. No word on whether the game will be televised. Not I checked the NHL app, and there it, on the top right corner of every game, it says whether a game is televised. It'll say NHL Network, BSFL for Ballet Sports Florida, and I didn't see anything related to that. So this is something that we're likely going to have to turn to some of the beat writers of Jameson Olive, George Richards, and David Dwork um in in this one for just to, to talk about all the players who played in the prospect showcase but also the Florida Panthers franchise is offering $10 tickets as well for for the game the split squad game against the Nashville Predators on Sunday September 26th so in today's training camp practice there was groups out there split time like i said with the schedule and this is how the first group lines look in the first part of the training camp for the Florida Panthers. Carver Hagee, Alexander Barkov, Sam Reinhart, which was the heavily anticipated line coming into this season. Marchment, Thornton, Anthony Duclair on the second one. Ryan Lomberg, Yuho Lamigo, Grigory Denisenko, and Logan Hudsko, Cole Schwint, and Henry Bowlby, with the defensive pairings being Forsling, Montour, 
which you could expect that to be the second line pairing come the regular season. Marcus Nunavara, Radko Gudis, Lucas Carlson, and Noah Juleson, and Braden Hache as the lone guy not necessarily paired with anybody. It's, so it's a 7D in that one. And then the first group makes up of Sergei Bobrovsky, Sam Montembeau, and Evan Fitzpatrick, who I didn't talk too much about Evan Fitzpatrick, but he played three games in for the Utica Comets, which was the AHL affiliate of the Vancouver Canucks, which is now, I believe, the AHL affiliate of the New Jersey Devils. So they changed the affiliates there. Three games, 2-0-0, 165 goals against average with a 930 save percentage. So somebody to look forward to possibly as someone who could be challenging for a spot on the AHL Charlotte roster for the Florida Panthers. So that's uh, something to look forward to for a, for a player like Evan Fitzpatrick. Small sample size during, during his time in Utica last year, but definitely could challenge uh, Montembeau and uh, Christopher Gibson. Which is which, assuming that it'll be Bobrovsky and Spencer Knight making the NHL team. The second line, the second group, excuse me, for the Florida Panthers is Bennett, Huberto, and Tippett, with Bennett being the center for that one. So the third line, the second line, excuse me, in group two is Vetrano, Nolachari, and Patrick Hornquist. Alexi Hepaniemi, Itu Lucerinum, Maxine Mammon, Justin Nachbauer, Zach Delpy, and Sir Noel, and Justin Sordiff as uh, the lone guy on the forward pairings, not paired with anybody, but mixing and matching in. And then the defensive pairings is Uyghur Ekblad, which we could expect that as the top pairing once again, which was a force last year, especially when they were together. Matt Kierstead and Kevin Connaughton on the second pairing, and Max Gildon and Chase Brisky, South Florida native Chase Brisky on that final defensive pairing for Group 2. And the goalie tandem in Group 2 is Spencer Knight and Christopher Gibson. Christopher Gibson, I don't know if I talked much about Christopher Gibson on this podcast, but he played for AHL Syracuse, so he is very familiar with a lot of the players on the Florida Panthers roster but he was part of the Tampa Bay Lightning, got called up a little bit. And the drop-off between Christopher Gibson and even Curtis McElhaney last year when Vasilevsky wasn't even playing is huge. So there's a debate on Locked On NHL on whether Connor Hellebuck is the best goalie in the NHL or Andre Vasilevsky. And the drop-off between save percentage and goals against average when Vasilevsky's not in is a huge difference. So... I don't expect too much of Christopher Gibson for the Florida Panthers, but this was what Christopher Gibson did last year. He played two games, 266 goals against average, 875 save percentage on the NHL side of things. Two games. Playing for AHL Syracuse, 201, 251, and 925 uh, save percentage for AHL Syracuse last year. So. Again, going to be challenging Sam Montebeau and Evan Fitzpatrick for a spot in AHL Charlotte this year and possibly make some spot starts in case of an injury this coming season, which we don't wish on anybody. So that is going to be rounding out the training camp 
roster that the Florida Panthers will be dishing out there for this coming season. So it's an exciting time, uh, which we're, again, 20 days away from puck drop at FLA Live Arena now, as we call it, not PB&C Center anymore, 20 days away. And it's great to look forward to because the football landscape from college and NFL in South Florida as of right now is awful. <laughs> so we have hockey to look forward to definitely in the coming days. So we're going to have more updates on Monday's show based on the split squad games between the Florida Panthers and the Nashville Predators. Talk more about the scrimmages between Team Red and Team Blue as... Friday and Saturday, they'll be having those scrimmages live at FLA Live Arena. Follow the beat reporters as they will be tweeting out on who they like, who they don't like, who who's impressing, and who has a chance to make a team. And we can make a judgment ourselves as well. I can make a judgment myself on who I think will be making this roster, who I think will be making the AHL roster, and maybe talk a little bit about a timeline on when to expect these guys to make it to the show up here so if you like what you're hearing please subscribe to the podcast to so be notified every single time the lockdown florida panthers podcast jumps into your podcast feed make sure to subscribe to lockdown nhl and this cross check nhl show with andrew berkshire and mary clark we'll be covering all the preseason and training camp activities around the national hockey league and when you're done listening to this episode of lockdown panthers make sure to listen to today's episode of lockdown bet Betting on the NHL doesn't have to be a guessing game if you listen to the new Locked On Bets podcast, hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling. Get daily picks, blowout specials, wrong team favorite picks, and Lee Sterling's Lock of the Day. Follow the Locked On Bets podcast brought to you by betonline.ag, wherever you get podcasts. I'm Armando Velez, signing off. And you've been listening to the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, where it's your team. Every day.